Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the Kingdom of Heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, welcome back. Today we're going to talk about handling that threat that's sitting right on your doorstep, how to tackle that, how to align with the Word of God, what's a powerful lesson, a power, some powerful keys that we can access from the very kingdom of heaven that we can put into place when this happens, when we find ourselves with that threat on our doorstep. So you want to grab your journal, grab your Bible, get ready to take some notes, because I really think this is a, a now word. It's, it's a key to combat some of the things that are going on right now, some of the threats that are coming up against us all over the world. So while you're doing that, again, just let me welcome everyone. My name is Ruth Hendrickson. I run a ministry called RHM International, and our heart is to do just what we're doing, to train and equip the body of Christ to walk in the fullness, the power, and authority that God has called us to walk and to get healed up, to get raised up, to find our voices, to know who our God is, so that we can really impact the world around us. So if you want to learn more about the ministry, just go to ruthhendrickson.com. It's the website. You'll find all sorts of resources on there that you can access both for free and also things you have to purchase, but just that will help you as you grow in your walk for the Lord, becoming the person God has created you to be. So again, that website is ruthhendrickson.com. All right. I, I really, I do. I'm so excited about this word. You see, many of us feel like there's an enemy camped at our doorstep right now. It's like we can hear them, we can see them, we can smell them. Okay, um, their taunts are getting old. And in the midst of all of that, we're getting tired. Okay, and so this is what we, we want to talk about because the atmosphere is shaking. And so how do we respond? What do we do when the enemy is camped on our doorstep? So in the book of Isaiah, we meet a king by the name of Hezekiah. And in this moment in time, that's what literally is happening is the enemy is camped right on his doorstep. He's hearing the taunts. The people are hearing the taunts. So we're going to take that. We're going to put it in context. We're going to talk about what's going on and um, take a look at what we can learn from King Hezekiah's response. Okay, so what's going on is in this moment in history, the Assyrian army is the world power of the day. Okay, they are the one with the powerful armies, all the modern weaponry. They are conquering kingdoms left and right, taking people um, captive. You know, so, so they are a force to be feared. Okay, it's very real. It's not just a story in scripture. It is a very real time, a very real event. So through all of this, as Hezekiah and the people have walked through it, they've been mocked. Okay, they are, from an earthly perspective, from a natural perspective, no match for the Assyrian army. Absolutely none. Um, not only have they been mocked, of course, their God has been mocked. And the people are actually told, Hezekiah and the people are told by the enemy, by the Assyrians, that, you know, the counsel, the strength that they're receiving from God Almighty is just empty words. That it ha he has no power, he has no authority. After all, don't you know who we have defeated? Don't you know who we are? Don't you know all the control that we have? Don't you know all the power that we weld? And it's just been coming against them over and over and over. So again, the enemy is camped right on their doorstep and it's real. So um, what happens is King Hezekiah goes and sends for Isaiah. And in, in verse three, and... Um, 
you know, verse three of Isaiah 37, he goes and he, he sends for, um, this is the message that he goes and he sends to Isaiah. He says, this day is a day of trouble and of rebuke and of blasphemy. For the children have come to birth and there is no strength to bring them forth. Perhaps the Lord your God will hear the words of Rapishkanath. I know I just didn't say that right. But anyways, of Rab, we're just going to call him Rab. Rab, the king of Assyria. His master is sent to reproach the living God and will reprove the words which your God, which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, lift up a prayer for the remnant that is left. Okay, so the first thing here, King Hezekiah went and he went to the prophet. He went to the man of God. Okay, and Isaiah sends back and he says, you know, in short, don't be afraid of the words you've heard. Okay, this is not, despite how it looks, this is not the time, this is not the season to allow fear to have a home. Okay, and say that right now, just speak it out. This is not a season of my life where I can allow fear to have a home. Okay, just, it just can't be allowed. Okay, fear can't have that home. But the thing is, is this, Hezekiah got the word of the Lord from the prophet. But the enemy was still on his doorstep, basically. They had a short reprieve, but it came back around. And one of the things that can really bring in frustration is when we have a short reprieve from a situation, we just begin to breathe. We just begin to settle. We feel like peace is entering in. And yet it comes back around and camps out on our doorstep again. And so this is kind of where Hezekiah is at. So even with this word from the Lord, it didn't mean the battle was over yet. Okay. We still have a but God moment coming. So the battle's not over yet. They're still fighting it. So there's another letter that comes into Hezekiah from the enemy. And and in this, of course, they're trying to sow the seeds of disbelief in the word of God, the power of God. And trying again to bring that disbelief and that fear. Because whenever we enter into disbelief, fear comes right in. It's like disbelief opens the door. As soon as we start to partner with it, it opens the door for fear to come in. What Hezekiah does is he takes this letter from the Assyrians. And he takes it into the house of the Lord. In other words, where does he go with the letter? He picks it up and says, I'm not just going to stand here and hold this. I'm going to go into the house of the Lord. I'm going to get before God. And so he spreads it out. He lays it out before the Lord. He takes, he takes all the threats and all the taunts and he spreads them out before the Lord. What's your first response when the enemy's camped at your doorstep? Is it woe is me? Is it to partner with the discouragement, the fear, the frustration? Is it to look at it from a natural perspective and say, I'm no match for this? Or do we take it and do we lay it out before the Lord? Do we present it before the Lord? I have some growing to do in that area. How about you? I I don't always just take it and lay it right out before the Lord. But that's something that we can learn from Hezekiah is that, again, when the enemies camp at our doorstep, when the taunts are coming, the first thing we need to do is lay it out before the Lord. Lay it out, stand on the word of God, stand on the prophetic word, stand on the word 
the, the words that we find in scripture as far as who our God is and what he has and the plans and the purposes that he has for you are good, which means, you know, I, I think we tend to interpret that the plans and purposes he has for us are good. And that life is beautiful and always full of flowers and, you know, angels with harps and singing. And But there are times when we have to believe that God has good for us, even in the midst of the taunts from the enemy. Okay, so so Hezekiah goes and he, he, he brings this before the Lord. And what really catches me is how he enters into prayer. So if you have your Bible with you, just open it up to Isaiah 37, verse 16. And this is what that reads. It says, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel, who dwells above the cherubim, you are the God, even you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Sounds great, doesn't it? What a great way to enter prayer. O Lord God of hosts, God of Israel, who dwells above the cherubim, you are the God, even you alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. And, and it's like, as we look at that, what is he really saying? And that's what we want to take apart. Okay, so it begins right in this translation that I used, O Lord of hosts. Some versions will say, Lord Almighty. What Hezekiah is saying is basically, O Lord of hosts, Lord Almighty, there are no limitations to your power. You see, think about this. When God's on your side, the numbers don't matter. You want to do a deeper dive into that? Go into Judges 6 and 7 and do a study on Gideon. You see, when we walk, when we talk about the Lord of hosts, it should be a reminder that God is the commander of angel armies. Deep dive on that. Go to 2 Kings 6, 15 to 17. Let me say that one again. 2 Kings 6, 15 to 17. And 2 Samuel 5, 24. He's the commander of angel armies. The king of Assyria considered himself a great king. However, God trumps all the great kings. It doesn't matter how great or how powerful an earthly king is. When God comes in the picture, everything changes about their power and their authority. Okay, so, O Lord of hosts, Lord Almighty, there are no limitations to your power. The next phrase I want to take a look at is you are God, even you alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. Okay, so here he's saying, my God is not some cult. It's not some man it's who people have claimed as deity. It's, it's, it's not something made up. It's not made of wood or stone. My God, you are God. You alone, you are the only one. You are the one who rules over all the kingdoms of the earth doesn't have a Pacific territory. It's Lord over all the kingdoms of all the earth. You want to do a deeper dive on that one? Go into Ephesians 4, 6. The next phrase I want to look at is you made heaven and earth. You see other gods, the Baals, the, the gods of the age, the new age movement, the, um, you can look at Buddha, you can look at Muhammad. They're not creator God. They're created, not creator. Our God, Hezekiah's God, is the creator of the universe. Deep dive, 1 Kings 18. Or if you're looking at creation, go back to Genesis. Go back and read through the creation account in Genesis. Our God, the God, the creator of heaven and earth. 
Then the other phrase that just really caught my eye and I began to look at it is who dwell, who dwells above the cherubim. This is so cool. It's, it shows a very, very specific location of God. You know, Tim Tester, he says the ark shared the same dimensions as the footstool of a royal throne. In other words, while God's throne was in heaven, the ark was his footstool on earth. But between the cherubim was not only the place of divine rule, it was also the place of divine mercy. For between the cherubim was the atonement cover, the place where atonement was made by the high priest on the day of atonement. Summary for this one. Other gods, little g gods make demands. Our God shows mercy. So take what you struggle with, take those fears, the threats, the, you know, the enemy who's camped out at your doorstep, whatever that enemy is, put them before the Lord, the God almighty, the God overall, the maker of heaven and earth, and see how they come out. See how that scale tips. Is it tipping towards the threat on the doorstep? Or is it tipping towards God who carries the most weight. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come, we come before you just as Hezekiah did. And we say, oh Lord of hosts, God of Israel, who dwells above the cherubim, you are God, even you alone of all the kingdoms of the earth, you have made heaven and earth. So Father, we take this threat that's at our doorstep right now and we lift it before you. We, we bring it into the temple and we place it before you and we weigh it out against who you are. We weigh it out against who you are. So Father, may today be a day where we remember who our God is, where we're shored up on every side, when we remember that you are the Lord of hosts, that you are the one and only God, that you are creator God, you have made the heaven and the earth. And where you're seated, what you rule over, Lord, we just look to you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. So today, take some time, go into Hezekiah 37, go into some of those deeper dives where you go into the Pacific areas and study, go deeper on them. Take your journal and allow the Lord to just reveal, to bring further revelation to that and to speak into the very core of your being. Because that enemy that's camped on your doorstep, when we take those threats before the King and King and Lord of Lords, our whole perception changes. And some of you guys need a change in your, in your perception of what's going on. You need a new reality. You need that heavenly reality. And, and here's what I want you to, to know. When we do this, it also opens the door so that God can give us his wisdom and the keys that we need to defeat the enemy and all these various things that only come when we get with him and we begin to see through his eyes. And so this actually isn't a passive stance. It's a very, very active stance. It's a warfare stance. It's saying to the enemy, you can't, you can't have this area. You can't know. No, because I'm going to go before the Lord. I'm going to be, go before the Lord of heaven's armies and seek his counsel 
and his wisdom. So I hope that encourages you today. I I really want to encourage you to take time to do this. And I also, with everything going on in the world, I would love it. I would really appreciate it if you just share this with others. I think there's a lot of people that need to hear it. And when you share it on your various social media sites, what it does is it expands our reach and it helps others hear. It shores up the followers of the Lord. And Our prayer is always that some people who don't know the Lord listen and they come to know the Lord. And so um, please share it, subscribe, review, comment, all that stuff. And remember, when you get a chance, just go to the website, ruthhendrickson.com. And, you know, we send out a weekly email. So if you want to receive that, just sign up for for that and uh, we won't bombard you. It's one, sometimes two a week. That's all I have a cap on it, a limit on it. Um, But we just want to bless you as you continue to grow in becoming the amazing, wonderful person that God has created you to be because you are here for such a time as this. Have a great day and be so blessed. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.